if you restrain your feet because of the Shabbos, from, uh, from uh, doing your desires, my holy day, it says over there, in a later Pasuk, you honor it, from, from following your, your ordinary ways, from uh, finding your wants, or attending to your wants, and speaking of things, of mundane things, Therefore, a person is not allowed to uh, go to attend his his mundane matters on Shabbos. I feel or even to speak about them. For example, speaking to a business partner, what uh, products you should, should, should sell tomorrow, and what you should buy tomorrow, how to build this house, and what um, uh, merchandise should be taken to this place. Anything like this is Asr. It says, speaking, the Pasuk says that speaking of Monday matters is forbidden. But that's only speaking verbally. Here in Mutter, thinking about it is technically permitted, although it's not praiseworthy. So the Pasuk over here is talking about the importance of refraining from talking or engaging in uh, anything on Shabbos, speaking about things which are, which are pursuing ideas that are not allowed to be done on Shabbos, like commerce or building. Base. Talking about tomorrow on Shabbos, how you're going to go to your friend's house and, uh, and talk to him uh, or drink tea with him, that's, that's not a problem probably. All right, base. person not allowed to visit his gardens and fields on Shabbos to see what they need, or how you know uh, how how are the fruits growing, to see what you could do to improve the growth. Because again, you're not allowed to attend to your garden on Shabbos. You're not allowed to improve the growth on Shabbos. Because again, that's going for doing something which is your desires, meaning desires to do things which are not allowed on Shabbos. A person is also not allowed to. Go to the end of the tchum. The tchum is the, the maximum boundary where a person is allowed to travel on Shabbos. The Yeshu Shem is going to sit there on Shabbos. He should be close to do whatever task he needs to do after Shabbos. Because then he's going on Shabbos to pursue his desire. So even if the thing will, will, will see, excuse me, so because he's going to, 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 to the tchum in order to prepare himself and give himself the uh, maximum. Uh, 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 time advantage of doing to do something which is not allowed to be done on Shabbos. That's why it's forbidden. As he explains now, when you're going to the end extreme boundary of the city to do something that on Shabbos may not be done, if he's going to the boundary of the city to do something which may be done on Shabbos, it's simply that he now like, he can't go there because he can't travel on Shabbos. But the activity he wants to do is not not forbidden. Then it's okay. Keta, for example, you're not allowed to uh, go to the extreme boundary of Shabbos to the Tchum and wait until Shabbos ends in order to do an activity right as soon as Shabbos ends, which may not be done on Shabbos, like cutting or bringing food, fruit, produce, which is attached to the ground, or to hire workers. But to go to there, to be close to your, to the, as soon as Shabbos ends, you can go to your field to, to guard it, that you can do. You are allowed to guard your fruit on Shabbos. You can't go there on Shabbos if your field is outside the Tchum. But the essential act of guarding your field on Shabbos is permitted, as we'll say. You're also allowed to go to the Tchum and wait until Shabbos ends to bring an animal inside the Tchum or to bring produce which is already detached. 
Because the animal, in theory, you could call to it, it could come by itself. You don't have to do anything to cause it to come. But you have to, you can call to it and the animal responds. Therefore, in theory, if the animal was close enough, you'd be able to have it come in on Shabbos. So you're not doing an iser. Uh, you're not doing something which is also on Shabbos. Even the animal is outside the tchum, you can call it and come by itself. Perish tolushin, detached produce. If there were mechitzes partitions that would extend the boundary of the city, you could bring them to the location on Shabbos. So, in other words, the bringing of this detached produce from outside the tchum into the tchum is not by definition also on Shabbos. It's just circumstantial situation that makes it also because of where the, the boundary extends. But it's not essentially forbidden, which is why you're allowed to prepare for it. You're allowed to go to the edge of the tchum and wait for the, for Shabbos to end, so you can do it as soon as possible. I'm going to the city tomorrow. Because it's essentially, it's, even though it's outside the Tchum, it's not by definition forbidden to go to point A to point B on Shabbos. Because if there were uh, huts, you would go there on Shabbos, because that would extend the boundary of the city. The Chayin Kalei possess similar to a person who says on, 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 on Shabbos, tomorrow I'm going to Toronto. You can't say I'm driving there, that's not, you can't drive on Shabbos. But to go to Toronto from New York, or vice versa, in theory, is, permit, is, is permitted if you could just put around the, the right amount of houses along the way. So it's not by definition also. Therefore, again, you can go to the edge of the, of the boundary, the tchum, in order to prepare for that activity. person allowed to say to a worker, question mark, do you see yourself standing with me in the evening? He's hinting to him that he wants him to be ready to, ready to do work. Tell your cleaning lady on Shabbos, uh, do you, do you see yourself uh, standing near me in the evening? You shouldn't tell them, be prepared for me in the evening. Then you're saying specifically, you are attending to your your needs on Shabbos because you're asking the worker to do a malacha, which is forbidden on Shabbos. And the very act of hiring him is not allowed on Shabbos, perhaps even. But also, Lord, Shabbos, a person is not allowed to run on Shabbos. And everyone says, refraining from your ordinary ways. A person's manner of walking on Shabbos not resemble the same ways during the week. However, a person is allowed to go down into a pit or a cave. Um, even if it's 100 amas deep. Um, he can climb down to drink and then climb back up. And then he climbed, excuse me, then climb down, then climb back up. The person is not allowed to speak excessive uh, idle talk on Shabbos. And it says, uh, uh, the Pasuk says, not to speak of Monday matters. Your speech on Shabbos should not resemble the way you speak during the week. And therefore, it's not appropriate just to engage in idle talk on Shabbos. Hello, hey. But the Lord's Shabbos is Mitzvah. You're allowed to run on Shabbos for the purpose of Mitzvah. Again, for example, the Lord's Shabbos is to run to Shul, or the best of to run to learn Torah in the house of study. Mechash for the Cheshmer Shal Mitzvah, you're allowed to make calculations if it's only if it's for Mitzvah purpose. And you can, you can measure things for Mitzvah purpose. Going to Mikvah, for example, to measure Mikvah, lay the Imi to know if the Mikvah has a proper amount of water. Or you beg it to measure a garment, lay the Imi Kabbal to know if it's large enough to, to, to contract the Tumah. You're allowed to designate or pledge Tzaka to the poor people or any other Tzaka cause. You're allowed to go to um, Shul or to, or to Bes Medrash. Even to a theater or tracklin or a hall, Shakutim of Goyim. In order to attend to matters of public interest on Shabbos, you have to go to the uh, city hall to petition the mayor or the governor to do something good for the Jews, the community, that's allowed. What, what's, why does the Rambam say you're allowed to go to the Knesset, but the Jewish on Shabbos, that's Pashat? He means, even if it's not for the purpose of learning, um, it's still okay 
it's actually important to go for the purposes of public interest. So if it's an important announcement for the community, for example. You're allowed to arrange a match for a young girl. Or for a boy to talk about the importance of teaching him Torah or even teaching him a livelihood, a profession, which is a mitzvah to earn a living. You're allowed to visit the sick and console the mourners. Someone goes to visit someone who's sick. We should say Shabbos Yimelizik. On Shabbos is a day we're not allowed to cry out uh, for personal matters. That's why we don't don't, don't daven the regular weekday Shemesh on Shabbos. So if we're okay love, and the healing will come soon. You're allowed to go to the end of the Tchum to wait till Shabbos ends to take care of the needs of a uh, of a of a, of a, of a kala a bride. Or to attend to the needs for a, a person who passed away, to bring it for a coffin or shrouds. But you can tell the person who's doing this, go to this place for the for, you know to, to get what you need. you don't find that. bring it from the other place. money if you don't find it to, uh, to purchase for a hundred. Have a bring it for the price of two hundred even. As long as you don't tell them the exact number, the exact maximum you want to pay. These are all matters of a mitzvah. It says, uh, you should not do your own interests. Your interests are also the interests of Shemaim Vashem are permitted, and attending to the needs of a, of a collar or, God forbid, a corpse, a, a, a mace, are all mitzvahs. As is attending to the need of, or as is making shidduchim, as is finding someone a, a, a shidduch or a profession, etc. You're allowed to set out on a journey on the Yamagodl's uh, Mediterranean, but it probably refers to any ocean, on Friday for the purpose of a mitzvah. Ideally, we're supposed to uh, only set out on a uh, trip by boat no later than uh, Tuesday at sunset. So you have three full days before Shabbos starts. So you get, you're not seasick when Shabbos comes in. You have three days to get used to the ocean. Uh, the purpose of mitzvah, you don't have to wait three days. Now, nowadays, because ships, aren't, you know, ships are not so shaky, it could be that it's, it's less of a problem, but rega- regardless. So that's the, uh, the, 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 for the purpose of mitzvah, you can go even on Friday. You're supposed to make an arrangement with the person that he should stop on Shabbos, stop the boat, so that it's not, uh, so you're not going to be seasick on Shabbos. But um, uh, if, it, if, if the guy doesn't listen, it's not a, big, it's not a problem. You don't have to kind of, uh, you know, beg and plead. You're allowed to nullify a vow on Shabbos. So the father or the husband of a woman who uh, made, a, made a vow, if he says it's, it's nullified, then halach is nullified. But he's allowed to do that if he hears about it on Shabbos, if he hears you make the vow on Shabbos, whether the vow is relevant to Shabbos, or the vow is nothing to do with Shabbos. Um, but the reason why it's allowed is because he can only do it until the following sunset. So if he hears about it on Shabbos, if he doesn't do it, but by the time Shabbos ends, he can no longer do it. And asking a wise a chacham, a, a rabbi, a wise person, to uh, uh, nullify a vow, to absolve a vow, is allowed to be done. Shabbos can be done for vows that are Shabbos relevant. Um, but did not, if not Shabbos relevant, then you're not allowed to, because you can do it after Shabbos. And the Chacham can be matter the Neder, or the Shavuah, even though you had time to do it in theory before Shabbos. These are all matters of a mitzvah. In other words, because it's Shabbos relevant, we're talking about a case where he's not going to be able to keep Shabbos properly or, or, or enjoy the Shabbos if, let's say, he made a vow not to eat meat, and now the only thing he has in his house is meat. So all these situations, by nullifying the vow, it's considered for a purpose of a mitzvah, and therefore allowed to be done on Shabbos.
even though punishing is a, is a positive mitzvah. does not push away the Shabbos. Case of example, a person who's who's uh, lashed or executed. In you should not burn a fire in all your dwelling places on the Shabbos day. So as hard the bezin, this is a warning for the bezin, a prohibition. They should not burn on Shabbos. Shabbos is chayiv executed by burning, which doesn't mean literally burning, obviously. Which you know it means pouring molten lead down the throat. But uh, that's the prohibition intimated in this pasuk. The same thing applies to all other punishments besides that one. Also, may not be done on Shabbos. Ches. A person may guard his produce on Shabbos. Whether it's attached, whether it's still attached. If a person comes to take them, or an animal comes to eat from them, he can yell at them, he can hit them to drive them away. This is this is attending to your own concerns. Why is it okay? Personally, forbidden on Shabbos to acquire a new ones which he doesn't have to be interested in acquiring new new things. To make money, to make a profit, the top of the the other, or to uh, to get new benefits that he could he could get. But to guard the money you already own, property you already own, that should stand as is, not be damaged. That's okay. What's comparable to like a person who guard, who locks his house because of thieves? So that's obviously not prohibited. Neither is this test. Is someone who guards his his uh, grain, his plantings because of birds, or protects his cucumbers or squash from an animal. When he does so, you know he's uh, he's the scarecrow. So the the sapik should not clap his hands and dance and, you know, as he does during the week. We're worried that if he does that, he's going to do his, his follows normal normal routine, which is to throw stones at them. And he's going to throw a stone for Amos and Shishab, and that's a Chil Shabbos. Yud. Called, even though Amos says in the beginning of this parak, he's not talking about things which may bring to Malacha, they're just not appropriate weekday activities, but this is one exception to the rule. Yud. Called Dvar anything which is forbidden on Shabbos by Midrabon and Legazer, Le Minashmoshes. Does not apply in the time space between sunset and nightfall, when the stars come out. It's only forbidden on the, on the, on the essence of Shabbos itself. But in the time of Vinashmash, it's allowed. For provided there has to be a purpose of a, a great necessity or a mitzvah. Keta, for example, Persons allowed to tra- allowed to uh, climb a tree or swim on the water, which are forbidden prohibitions. For the purposes of a mitzvah, like bring a lulav or a shayfer. A person is a, a, allowed to come down from a, a tree or take a uh, erev out of a carmelis. So the idea here is, is that uh, when a person makes an erev, either an erev tchumen to be able to walk out of the tchumen or erev chateris, uh, which is uh, when a person ha- shares a courtyard with a bunch of people, so you have to make an area of, you know, which means a collection or a mixture of you collect food from all the different people. That allows them to carry together in the shared courtyard, but it has to be accessible when Shabbos starts. So, you're allowed to take it out of a tree where it's not accessible on Shabbos. You're not allowed to make use of a tree on Shabbos or from a Kaimalis. It has to be in a place where you can uh, you can carry it. it. can't be in a Kaimalis. It has to be in a Shushayachid. Um, and so you can rely on the fact that Shabbos has not yet begun, and that, and also, Shabbos has not yet begun in the sense that uh, as long as you take it before nightfall, before stars come out, out of the tree, as long as you take it out of the tree, 
before nightfall. It's considered like before Shabbos started it was accessible. And because it's only been Ashmashish, you can do the uh of uh of making use of the tree by removing it. The person is very, very concerned and anxious. When he needs something that's allowed to. So, for example, perhaps one example may be telling a good yomloch is shvus. A person forgot to light a yard side licht and he's very disturbed by that. You can have a good light the yard side licht. If it was not a pressing matter or a mitzvah purpose, also it's forbidden. Therefore, even though it's mashmashes, you cannot take meiser. The prohibition of taking Maeser on Shabbos is in But you can't do it unless there's a pressing matter. If it's Demai, Demai, which is a suffix, so because it's too Sfekas, not sure whether or not this, 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 uh, no, we're not sure whether or not Shabbos yet. Benashmashas is a suffix, and we're not sure if this is real Maeser that you're taking because the product may have been taken Maeser before, therefore it's allowed. If a child does he picks a flower that's in a flower pot, which does not have a hole. That's which he carries in a carmus. The best has no obligation to stop him. If his father lets him do it, we don't protest against his father. You'd base. The Amam now moves on to the concept of muktza. The us to move or carry certain things on Shabbos, as you normally would do in the weekday. And what those certain things are, we'll see. For what purpose did they make this iser? they said, Just if the neviim, you know, as the psukim we started this parak off with in Yeshaya, talk about the importance of the neviim commanded us that uh, we should not go on Shabbos in a normal, normal, in our regular weekday fashion. We should not talk on Shabbos in a weekday fashion. Remember, it says, You shouldn't speak weekday matters. So then, for sure, the way you carry things or move things on Shabbos should not be in a weekday fashion. That Shabbos does not, remember, does not resemble a weekday, uh, like, like a weekday in, your, in a person's eyes. The person going to come to pick up and move his, his vessels, his, his property, utensils. One corner to, the other, to his house and to the other, from one house to the next. Or that's the Savannah Kitsch Ben, or to set aside stones and the like. Shavay, who built the Baltimore base, the person is sitting in his house, he's not occupied, and he's not doing Malacha. Vakash Dovish, he's looking for something to busy himself with. So therefore, he's not doing Malacha today, so he's going to say, okay, I'll rearrange my living room today. Or things like that. The Imsa Shalei Shabbos comes out, he didn't really rest on Shabbos. He didn't really rest. He didn't really rest. And by thereby it's going to be nullified what the Torah says, in order that you should rest. Yud Gimel, that's one reason. Now, two more reasons. Additionally, the person is going to start talk, touch, touching things that their purpose is for Malach, which is forbidden. A person is going to be, um, uh, use them for some activity. So, for example, you're allowed to touch a hammer on Shabbos, you might come to build. You're allowed to touch a pen, you might come to write. Another third reason is impatient. Some people don't work, even on the weekday. They're always not occupied. Vacationers or tourists, those who stand on the street corner waste their time. They don't do malacha any day. If they go allowed to do regular going and talking and carrying, as they do every day, comes out, they're not going to uh, rest on Shabbos in an obvious and discernible fashion. 
which applies to all people, make Shabbos different for everybody, even people who during the week don't do much either. That's why the Isser of moving things is irrelevant on Shabbos. Therefore they said that it forbade a person from moving things on Shabbos unless they're things of necessity, as we will explain in the future program. That is the concept of what we call Muktzah.